guys, it's me, Casper. It is January 31st, and it's around like 6.12 in the afternoon, and it's Friday, a marvelous Friday afternoon. I just want to know where did time go? Honestly, where did time go? Because one minute it's super early in the morning, and you're feeding a dog, and then next thing you know, it's dark outside again. And it's nighttime. Uh, oh my gosh, who knows? So I have a couple of random subjects to pop up. And hopefully you guys can send in your emails and anchor voicemails like you've always done. And, you know, talk about the things you just heard about. And, you know, hopefully you plan to do a podcast together. But there's a show that came back after 16 years of being on a hiatus and everybody's crying about it, uh, wanting it to come back. So they came back with the um, new series of The L Word, Generation Q. I'm like, I knew that when I saw that first episode, I was like, yo, this is crazy. And now they just finished with season one and now they're bringing out season two. Oh my goodness, I'm completely speechless at what I have found so far. And and then it just kind of made me feel a little sad. Because they made one of the characters who were seemingly funny and goofy and silly at times. And hilariously awkward die of breast cancer. Uh, they made Dana Fairbanks die. And they named one of their uh, nightclubs or hangout spots the Dana like the Dana cafe or something and so which had me wondering when I saw that first couple of you know first couple of episodes I began to inquire about what happened to the planet I'm like so what happened to the planet and turns out you know Kit Porter actually ended up dying from an overdose which is the reason why Bet ran for mayor so it all began to make sense. And so then um, I started remembering about the other characters. Like, what happened to the rest of them? You know, I know that somebody killed Jenny. So I just want to know who killed Jenny. Is that killer among them still? Inquiring minds want to know. And if you haven't seen the show, start off with the very first one that started off 16 years ago. Uh, the L word. Go back and watch the original. Previously on several episodes ago. Guys, it is I, Casper, C-A-S-P-H-E-R, and I'm doing a random podcast about coffee. It's not even going to be long. It's just about coffee. Coffee is literally a drug, and it's good. So now that you've listened to a previous, you know, like a clip from the previous episode, it talked about coffee and how much I really, really love coffee. 
Today I had this nice big cup of coffee, you know, caribou coffee, and it was extremely delicious. And it was in my favorite coffee mug of all times. It's this nice large ceramic brown coffee mug with large white print that says, coffee makes me poop. (laughs) Potty humor along with coffee. Excellent mixture, right? So back to talking about the show, like the L word, dude. Oh my gosh. The L word. um, So as I'm like watching the episodes of the new season, new series, I'm getting a flood of memories from the old one. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, when I was beginning to inquire about Kit, you know, Beth's sister, um, found out she died from an overdose because she had some problems with uh, drugs and stuff like that and alcohol or whatnot. And she was a real cool person, you know? She was all, like, funky. She had that, you know, Soul Train vibe about her. I wonder why they didn't keep her. Uh, Perhaps I thought they would bring her back fully recovered without any relapses into her drug issue. But um, I found out the original person that actually played her is actually going through some real stuff for real. So, wish her the best of her recovery maybe somehow some way the the writers could bring kit back but i guess if she's dead then there's no way to bring back a character into the show not even as a ghost though like i guess if her sister's having a sad time then her ghost can come back and talk to her when nobody else is around or like Dana when Alice is having some serious issues. She was dealing with a throuple. Um, oh, she's always involved in some shit. Oh my goodness. Alice Pizeki is always in, in something. You know, always getting into some shit. Which is what makes the show interesting, you know. Everybody can't be in the same behavior pattern, I guess. And, um, what else, what else, what else, what else? So, a couple of other characters I've been wanting to know about, like, what the hell happened to Max Sweeney, who went from Moira, who was first starting off as a woman and transitioned into a man, um, what the hell happened to Max? Are they gonna bring Max back on? What did he get into? Was he the one who killed Jenny Schechter? Because she was just doing entirely too damn much. And she was just fucking with everybody. And so I figured something had to happen to Jenny to make her stop. And it didn't seem like separating her from everyone else was going to help her. She needed to die, pretty much. So (laughs) someone, maybe it was Max. We'll never know who did it. Maybe it was Max. Maybe it was Bet. Maybe it was Tasha. And, you know, speaking of Tasha, what happened to Tasha? You know, like she was in the military and she was with Alice. But Alice was getting into, oh my gosh, she was just doing entirely too much. Something tells me when they, I guess when they have their little flashbacks of what happened to um, Tasha from the military that I hope they don't say something happened to her in the army. Let's just hope that she must have just gotten busy and moved on with life and found another partner 
instead of Alice, who was always being so fucking silly and goofy all the time. Um, and she's still getting into shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm glad they kept Bet. I'm glad they kept Tina. And I'm glad they definitely kept Shane. But then they have this new character, Finley, who is like a younger version of Shane, but like kind of annoying, you know, like, why the fuck are you doing the shit that you're doing? It's kind of annoying, but it's an interesting, annoying character at the same time. You know, you don't necessarily want them to go away, but then you'd want them to shut the hell up sometimes because they're just doing entirely too much. But Jenny Schechter, I want to know who her killer is. Um, Max. You know what? I think Max did it. Because I think if Max didn't do it, he would still be around. Hmm. But why do they have us wondering who killed Jenny Schechter all this time still? For years we've been inquiring about who did it. Maybe they know who did it, and I've just probably missed it. You know, I've been watching The L Word for years. Um, I found out about The L Word when I was in college, in 2008. And I didn't really pay much attention to it. That's the worst thing to do, is if you want somebody to be interested in a show, don't just give them a random portion of the show to watch. Because they're not going to have a single clue what the hell is going on. I was clueless and 18 years old at the time. So you put me in front of a TV to watch the L word. I had no clue what this was. All To me, all it was was just girls kissing. And I didn't care. I was like, so what's the point of this? Why do you want me to see this? So, like, can you at least have let me watch the first episode first to get an understanding of it? And so I just kind of, like, brushed it off and just ignored it. So in 2014 is when I started watching it from the beginning. So I said, well, someone introduced it to me the wrong way. So I'm going to reintroduce it to myself and watch it again. So then I actually liked it. I actually found it quite interesting. So now here I am in your ear in this podcast talking about the L word Generation Q. And when I heard they were coming back with another one, I didn't believe it because they gave us false hope some time ago and they were just playing. I'm like, listen, I'm going to ignore you guys. I'm a yeah. And so until I really saw it was really actually there, then... I took it seriously. I downloaded the Showtime app and I started to watch it again. And now I'm just like waiting for the next episode that's coming up on Sunday. I watch it at midnight because I can't wait. You know, when 12 o'clock at night hits and it drops on Showtime. Yep. I'm watching it and everybody's talking about it all late and I already saw what happened. So, and I don't say nothing because I don't want to spoil it. So, I mean, I'll watch the episode again. I'll watch season one again just so I can like catch on to some of the things I must have missed. Um, But man, it felt so good to have them back. 
But then it was also sad because, you know, they made Dana Fairbanks die. She was funny and silly at the same time. And I think she would have still been a nice character to have if if they kept her alive. Um, I was kind of hoping that when I first saw that she had breast cancer, I was hoping she would beat it. And then even if she couldn't play tennis, I really was hoping that she would beat breast cancer. But I don't think the breast cancer was the thing that killed her. She had a heart attack while she was in the hospital. And so she died of a massive heart attack when nobody was around. Which kind of confused me. Like, why were you unattended? Especially when you were in really bad condition. Like, really bad. There should have been somebody watching you. So when it first started to happen, they would have got to you quick enough to save you if they could. But then, you know, that happened years ago, so there's no point of even talking about it no more. But I really did hope that they made her live. And I can't believe they made Kit die. I thought she was still going to be that soul train sister still, you know, there, you know, plugging away. But, um, thought she would have had her business thing, her music thing going on and her legacy, what is going to continue. And now, and that guy that she was with, that young dude back in, back then, where the hell did he go? Um, maybe there's no reason to have him there anymore because Kit died and he was the reason why she was attached to it, to that episode or the season. Um, and where did the kid go that played Angie? Um, maybe that's still her and she grew up and became a teenager. Who knows? And all the other kids that were in there, where did they go? Did they get into other TV shows? I'm just curious about where everybody else went that was a part of the show when they first started off years ago. Uh, what else? I know these are a bunch of silly questions, but this is also something I want to have for people to, um, talk about. If you haven't seen The L Word, go find it on Netflix. I think you can get, like, a seven-day trial or a 30-day trial on Netflix, and you can just watch all eight seasons of The L Word. And then you can make a decision if you want to watch the Generation Q. Um, so they have these really new characters. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I actually ended up liking it. Uh, as I see, I watched all the um, episodes from the first season. Um, and I don't know. If Tina and Bet should get back together, No. I had a tiny bit of hope, but no, because that was toxic. It was just extremely toxic. There was too much damn cheating and lying going on. And somebody was just about to crack. Like, don't even, don't even get back. Just move along. Go on with your life. She's still very controlling. So she needs to be with somebody that's just like her so that she can see how it feels for someone to be in control of every fucking thing. Bet. Um, so Tina needs to go on and be with somebody else. And actually get to be happy. Like, absolutely. Even though they had a kid together. So what? It was toxic. So. 
I'm going to cut this little piece in half and put my email in this next segment and then continue on to the next thing I wanted to talk about. If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like um, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again, casu305 at outlook.com. So hopefully um, during that miniature break of listening to a sponsorship ad and you got a chance to get my email and everything and send me a voice recording or something about your thoughts about the show if you've seen it or at least watched uh, a trailer of The L Word, um, Generation Q and the original. Um... Yeah, just if anyone is going to introduce you to a show, don't have it where it's just a random piece of episode, because that's not going to be interesting. You're going to have the exact same reaction I did when I was 18. Looked at it, didn't even blink, just got up, shrugged my shoulders and walked away and left everybody with their jaw hanging down on the floor because you walked away and you didn't you weren't wowed by it the way they were i mean these girls had the cds stacked up on their their uh their desk i had no clue what the hell that was so i asked about it years later and then they said that's what it was and i went to go look for it and i found it so now i'm a lot older and i watched it and okay cool um and I do remember that random part that I saw. So, yeah, I have this thing called Total Recall Memory. I can remember when that was. That was somewhere around April of 2008. And it was a Wednesday afternoon after classes. And it was still cold outside. And uh, the sun was partially out. And that day I was wearing a black jean jacket, black jeans, and a white t-shirt and black shoes. And my locks were just beginning to sprout. So I was in the ugly stages of my dreadlocks. And I had these black framed eyeglasses that were square shape and a necklace with a peace sign on it. So yeah. There's yours for total recall. And the room was partially lit. I was sitting on the bed and the girls were on the floor, but then they wanted me to see it better. So I sat on the chair next to the TV and they moved over to the bed. And that's when I got up and I left. I went to go do some stuff instead. I ended up going to go play my guitar. I literally remember exactly what I did. So I hope you guys go enjoy that show. 
both the older series and the new one. Dope. It's just dope. Keep up the good work. I'm paying attention. I'm watching. Hi. Hi, Casper. Hi. I have to introduce myself to you, which I'm so happy to do. I'm Jay Siobhan. I just found you in an interview with Coupon Queen Pen, and I have to say I loved you guys' interview. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the segment about being unapologetically you, and that should be a book <laughs> that you should write or a topic of your next podcast about being unapologetically you, okay? And why apologize for being you when you're, when you, yourself is so inspiring so extraordinary you have an extraordinary life and you're striving and it's such a blessing and i just would love to work with you one day you know which would be up to you but i would love to work with you one day i love your spirit so i'm wishing you love showing you love blessings and much more success okay and you have another listener i'm here and i'm happy to be with all of them <music>